Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging. Well, boys, I tried. I tried. I really tried. I tried to finish out the year with one of our league owners, Grumpy Pearson, the great American. And he's not picking up. I don't know what happened, but welcome to the finale. I mean, you think I was not going to do a final recap? With the way this season ended and the way in the championship that we have, Big Burke, the commission flexing, the Big Burke. You think I wasn't going to give Burke his proper due? Because, you know, let me tell you something. I've been, you know, as you all know, I've been talking a lot of shit about Burke over the years. You know, Burke, you know, I've been talking shit. You know, I've been making fun of you. You know, I've been uh, throwing you under the bus every chance I get. You know? But. Hey, you did it, man. You freaking did it. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. I loved how that, that was like your, your comments that came in. That was your press conference conversation. But anywho, I just uh, welcome to the finale again. I mean, I'm just trying to get my bearings together as we are wrapping up the championship and we have a new champion in the league. First time. Uh, during my tenure here and the blue seek lives on Burkos Browns getting it in I mean seven and seven coming in and doing the damage and just to give you uh, an idea one two three fourth best scoring team in the league he averaged 100 points I mean he barely won 500 and he did it he freaking did it I love it but uh, real quick, uh, I wanted to go over some of the the players and, and some of the surprises that we had in the fantasy football this season. I really wanted to just recap some of these things real quick. And, you know, it's interesting because some of the headliners that we had here at the end, I felt were really interesting. And I wanted to talk about real quick Russell Wilson situation how this was now a scenario of the team uh, trying to undercut the player. And, you know, I don't know what side you stand on, but whenever, you know, the player tries to sit out because they're overperforming the contract, everyone says you got to go ahead and, and, you know, play with the contract. And here's a guy that obviously got overloaded, didn't play up to the potential that the team wanted him to play in or at least with the team winning and success but it never occurred never happened and they reached out to him and they said hey man we're gonna bench you if you don't take a pay cut so i'm glad that got out because it gives leverage to players it puts teams on notice uh you know as you know sports is one of those few industries where there are unions so they have every right to talk about that i'm all about the, the players are the product uh, and and by all means, I don't want a player to hold the team hostage. But I also know that a guy like Russell Wilson has always done the right thing in every team he's been in. You know, he's the guy you want representing your franchise. Obviously, not performance-wise, he hasn't done his job. But he's not a guy that's going to create the wrong headlines. And not saying, you know, that of course, everyone should be that way. But we all know in sports entertainment world, these guys are always getting into trouble all the time. And I, I just felt that Russell Wilson got a raw deal with what happened. I'll, I'll play the clip real quick. 
they came up to me during the uh, bye week and began the bye week on Monday or Tuesday, and they told me that uh, if I didn't change my contract, my injury guaranteed that I'd be, uh, you know, that I'd, I'd be benched for the rest of the year. And uh, for I don't know, I think we had nine games left or so. Uh, I was definitely disappointed about it, and uh, it was a process throughout the whole week, for um, whole bye week, and um, you know, it was. It was uh, you know, we just came off beating the Chiefs, played a pretty good game against the Chiefs. We just came off of that. So I was excited, obviously, for us to fight for the playoffs and get on a hot streak. And, um, you know, and then uh, the NFLPA and NFL got involved or whatever, I think, but at some point. But I, I think, you know, for me, you know, I just, you know, I, I came here to, to, um, to play here, um, to, to, to win. I knew it was going to be a process to, to uh, you know, you know, I signed a seven-year deal to, you know, for us to go and play hard, and that's my goal every every time I step into the white lines. So, I, you know, when I hear that, I especially after when they had and the timing of it, that was somewhat distasteful of the organization. So, I, any of you that are pro team, pro pro the 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 franchise, I hear you, but we got to treat people right. At, at the end of the day, just like we go to work, I want to be treated right by my boss. Or at least fair, right? I mean, we want to be treated fairly. And I felt that was some shady shenanigans going on. But nevertheless, I digress. As I wanted to go over the top five scoring fantasy points for each position. And I wanted to go over so we have an idea of how we drafted all of us, right? But the top five in fantasy points that we had so far has been Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, and Brock Purdy. Rounding out the top five. Patrick Mahomes didn't make it. Tua didn't make it. So it lets you know a couple of surprises there, were, especially with Brock. Who would have thought that, right? At running back, the top five. Let me go ahead and do this real quick. Top five running backs. McCaffrey, number one. Raheem, number two. Raheem Mostert, number two. Kyron Williams, very surprising there. And by the way, two of the top five running backs Leo had. Travis Etienne and Derrick Henry rounding out the top five. Very fascinating there. Uh, as we go into wide receivers, top five wide receivers. Again, Leo had one and Mike Evans at, at number three, but CeeDee Lamb. Uh, you had Tyree Kill at number two. Of course, Burke, you got your acronym as last. Mike Evans, Amon Ross, Sam Brown, and then A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. So, you know, Burke had two of the top five receivers in the league, which helped them be in a good place. As we see here, the tight ends, you had Laporta. Being number one overall, isn't that interesting? And we drafted him real late, so that was a great draft by by Greg Woods, Mr. Woods. No, I mean, I'm telling you, when I see Greg every time with that yellow notepad, I'm 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 just so confident. It is like I'm ready to go. Uh, so Lam Sam Laporta, number one. George Kittle, number two. Travis Kelsey, number three. TJ Hawkinson, number four. And David Joku rounding out the top five. When it comes to the flex position, I, I mean, I saw the positions combined. But the top five defenses, believe it or not, Browns number one. You have Ravens number two, Cowboys number three, Bills number four, and then you had the Jets at number five. And I don't know, do we want to talk about kickers at top five? You had Brandon Audrey in Dallas as the top kicker. 14 points over Justin Tucker at number two, Jake Elliott at number three, Dustin Hopkins. And number four, he's always been a sleeper one, Hopkins. And then Harrison Bucker rounding out the top five. So those are the list of our top scorers. And, of course, it's not surprising that Burke 
has some of those sleepers in his bag. And, you know, I would say uh, as I'm going to wrap up here, this one with Burkles uh, winning in a very underdog come from behind type of way against Honey Bear. Um, I, I, I felt that was a great setup there. I'm thinking, well, 7-7, seven to seven, you got great momentum. Uh, Honey Bear has been really on top of it. Like I said, I don't know who the fuck is Leo. Someone has to help me. Maybe Burke in the future. Maybe we can have everybody that's participating in the, in the Fantasy League have an individual group chat. Like I said, I try to get a hold of Pearson. I don't even know what Pearson's doing. He tells me to reach out to him and, and call him. In, and you guys have it. That was the proof. The fucking guy didn't answer the phone. So I, I was just trying to get his wrap up. But, you know, oh, well. <laughs> um, but anyway, I when I was watching this game, uh, I was over in Nashville, by the way. Love Nashville. First time. You know, how do you go from this? Listening to this as a kid. And all of a sudden go into this. This is what you call growth, people. This is this is what you call America, right? I mean, some of you guys, you know, when when, when you see black people, it's like pennies. You know, when we see too many, you know, you kind of get the, you can have a penny here and there, right? You can have black Rob or a minnow around, you know, but if you have too many of them around, yeah, you know, I don't know about that. It's all right, guys. I'm having fun. No joking, you know, but, you know, I'm comfortable being in Nashville. I'm comfortable being in Atlanta, Miami, because that's America. America embodies all of this. We're all of it. Rap music, Leonard Skinner, all that stuff, man. That's how you ought to be. You should strive to be a real American. Right, Carter? I'm sure, Carter, you go down to MLK. You you, you fraternize with, with the liberals, so understand them, right? <laughs> uh, scary fucks. <laughs> Oh man, I, I I love busting chops, man. Don't don't take me serious, guys. But but anyway, I was in Nashville, had a great time, so that's why I was delayed a bit. And I just been rocking and rolling with work because I I do have to pay bills. Uh, but yeah, I I was watching it on Sunday, and I saw that Honey Bear was on it right away. I mean, when he came out the gates and doing what he was doing, I was like, well, that's what it is. But then all of a sudden, Diesel stole my thunder. Because I saw the group chat and he said, hey, congrats. Well, what the fuck just happened? What did, what what did what just occurred? I'm here minding my business, having good old Southern Nashville food. I ended up, uh, what I ended up doing in Nashville? Went to the concert by Centennial. I highly recommend Nashville. Uh, anybody that wants to go for New Year's, people are civil, great time, welcoming, great music, uh, great crowd. It's, uh, you know, I, I, none of you guys are Ebor fans because, again, there's too many pennies out there, too many pennies out there for your liking. But, you know, if, if, if you're out in Nashville, it reminds me of Ebor, but the country and rock. It, and it's just a, a beautiful blend. I would love to go there again, and it's a good time. But I was there just just looking at stuff. I don't know if I was in the restaurant eating. I'm like, what the fuck? You telling me Big Burke is going to pull this off? 
You telling me Big Burke is gonna flex over in Carter's house when we walk in in August? Are you telling me that? Are you telling me that he's gonna text me and he's gonna tell me he's the best, Big Burke? That he overcame all odds against Team Out for Blood and Honey Bear? I mean, that's that's a murderer's row right there. I mean, that's like Joey Flacco back in the day, right? Remember Joey Flacco? I mean, everyone talks shit about Joey Flacco. God bless him. Doing his thing over in Cleveland. But, I mean, Joey Flacco had that one run where he beat Brady. He beat Manning. And I want to say he went through Ben Roethlisberger, I want to say, that for him to go to that Super Bowl he went to. So, I mean, we could talk all the smack we want about Joey Flacco, especially down in, you know, doing some good things in Cleveland. But, you know, hey, Burkos Browns make that same run. So this one has to go down in the history books, not because of Burke's amazing regular season and dominance. It, it was more of he turned it on when he needed to. He became, he turned into champion mode. He said, you know, I don't want fucking Minnow talking shit about me. I, I, I don't, I, I, I'm tired of it. I mean, he revamped the team. Burkos Browns, look at ch- fucking champion. Now you're not an underdog anymore, my friend. You are a league champion. With a bunch of champions around you. You can go in there with that ring next year, however you want to do it. But do you owe money to anybody? I don't know. But anyway, I saw, you know, when I was watching the game or, or, or the scoring, I, I I saw that Leo got off to a great start. and uh, But then I saw a little bit of a hiccup with Christian McCaffrey. I said, uh-oh. Uh-oh. But, you know, Kyron Williams picked up that dog. That dog in him with 28 points. And DJ Moore came through with 22. I mean, they're chanting. We want Fields in Chicago. Remember in the beginning of the season, we were all talking about how horrible the Chicago Bears looked? And look at them now. They got their shit together, doing some good things over there, good ending to the season. I, I was really surprised by that one. Um, Mike Evans, you know, gave you seven. Very disappointing. Mike Evans is Mr. Consistent. One of the most underrated receivers uh, of all time, in my opinion. No, no one talks about him, even though... He keeps doing great things, and he's steady. So, I know Greg doesn't want to hear anything about him. <laughs> Greg hates him. No, I, I, I understand. I always, I will always take a flyer on Mike Evans. I don't care. That, that, that's, that's my mentality. I told that to Greg. I will definitely take a flyer. Just like he takes his Vanderbilt flyer, I take, I take my Buccaneer flyer because those uh, four Southern guys are not playing football. <laughs> you know, we're a small little private school. I'm probably going to put some pictures up. I, I ended up going, uh, anyway, I don't want to talk about myself. Fuck. But yeah, but I saw that. And then David Joku gave him 12, Alvin Kamara, up and down. But, you know, he was suspended. So it was understood he wasn't going to be as dominant as he's, he's been before. Uh, but, man, you got to be very frustrated because think about this, guys. Honey Bear just needed, if he would have plugged in Najee Harris, which he was a first-rounder, Isaiah Pacheco came back. Maybe it was a game-time decision. I don't know. But, Leo, you had a great, you had too good of a problem. You drafted too good, if that makes any sense. Because when you have McCaffrey, Kyron Williams, Isaiah Pacheco, and Najee Harris, as your four receivers, uh, running backs, I should say. Oh, and then, by the way, you have Jamal Williams, the RB2 for New Orleans. 
you nailed it. You nailed the running back. And those two boys gave you big numbers off the bench. So when you lose him by 12 points, I mean, who would have thought that Big Burke, Big fucking Burke, was going to give you 146 points? In a 12-man league, him going 7-7, seven and seven, he's averaging 100 points a game, barely winning by a point, and he in the championship game shows up with 146 points. Who would have thought that? Leo was who we thought he was. But, man, I understand it. This is one of those. This feels like when Terrell Owens went out there in Philly years ago. You guys remember that? When uh, he, he showed up with a broken ankle, broken foot. He still had, a, he still had like 130 yards on a, on a bum leg with two weeks' notice. I mean, you, can, you couldn't blame the Super Bowl loss on T.O. Just like I can't blame any losses that Kurt Warner had on him. He played stellar in every Super Bowl I saw him playing. It was I saw him playing. Uh, you know, obviously three of them. Two in. Uh, he, what did he play in? He played in uh, two in, there, in, in in Louisiana or St. Louis, and he went play Arizona. And the guy, every Super Bowl, I'm saying to myself, dude, this guy should win this game. That's how I felt about Leo. Like Leo, you 134 points. I mean, the only one that came close to that was Sir Arthur. 123, and shout out to you, sir, as you came into third place. Kevin, you 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 fizzled out. You fizzled out there, my friend. Man, I'm disappointed. I am disappointed. You pulled the Florida State. You you're playing Georgia. Hey, you know, you're Florida, you're Georgia, you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not, I'm not in a championship game. You know, Bill of Bean. Shout out to Marlo. But you, you were just saying, uh, nah, I'm just not, I'm not with it. I'm just not with it. I'm going to check my guys out. I don't get it, man. I, I I don't get it. But, you know, Big Burke, man, when you have Lamar Jackson giving you 49 and a half points, I mean, come on. I, I mean, that is Herculean type effort. Donnie, correct me if that's a word or not. Uh, I don't think it is. It's a superlative maybe in uh, pop culture. But I've heard that before, so I'm using it again. So my apologies on Trust me, when I have to speak properly uh, in front of a conservative crowd, I will definitely do my part. I become Obama-ish, okay, eloquently. But in this thing, I don't give a fuck. And I can't get fired. Well, maybe I can. Um, but Lamar Jackson, 49 and a half points, guys. James Conner, 25 points. I mean, he came high. Like my boss MVP says, high. DeAndre Swift, though, 6.6. I got shaky when I saw the air. The, I was watching Arizona, and when I saw AJ Brown not wanting to talk to anybody, I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh, how are they gonna pull this off? All right? That that that, that was the, the first reaction because I knew Burke was playing three Philly people, and I was like, ah, you know, and they didn't they didn't do anything great. Dallas scored, like, yeah, 11, but again, you're going against Honey Bear, Honey Bear. Let me just give you an example, guys, of what he's been doing in this league. Just to go back to that real quick. If I, if I met, because I, you have to understand what the honey bee, uh, the honey bear wagon has been doing. Okay. Points for 112 points a game. He's averaging 112 in the season. The difference between him and the opposition, 
He's been outscoring the regular season people by 19 points. And the fucking guy was doing it again. Doing it again. But he got outscored by 12. Big Bird the commission said, no, Kenneth Walker's going to give him 13. No, the Bills defense that everybody was dumping on the waiver wire every fucking week because we didn't know which Buffalo team was going to show up. Gave you 19, you know. You didn't even have to put Jake Browning in there. You said, Lamar Jackson, I'm going to the dance with these people I came here with. Big Burt, I love it. I love seeing a winner. Look, I said this in the text. As long as it's not MVP or Carter, I'm happy with anybody. I really am. And Big Burt deserved it, man. I, I gave him so much heat, sir. I know I, I know you don't call me or text me because I do bust your boss a little too much. And, and, and my apologies to you, Burt. You know, I'm, you've been a good sport about it. But I got to give you your dues. I mean, this is the greatest uh, comeback. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, when you took over me, us, and I'm like, man. And I know you went in there with that smirk like, man, I got this. You, you, I know when you went into the playoffs, you felt real good about yourself. Like, you look down there between the legs, you be like, mm, it feels kind of big today, man. It's, it's going to be a good run out here. And the Blue Streak Lives On League. And I love it, man. I, I love it. It, it. You know, I love when I'm... The thing about me, guys, as you know, I talk smack, right? But I can take it, too. I can receive it. You can let me have it. Because that's that's what the fun's about, right? I'm just trying to... And, Burke, you deserve this whole year, this whole offseason, to go ahead and let me have it. You send me pictures. You send me a beer mug. Like I said, you don't text me. You don't call me. But that's okay. But I know you're a champ. And you can rub it in my face. But I'm really excited for you. As long as your boy or my boy are not winning this league, man, uh, it's a great freaking year. But uh, Lamar Jackson, I mean, he did he did so good for you that the Ravens this week said, we're not going to play him, by the way. We're just going to let him have a relaxing week. And I understand it because from everything that looks in Baltimore, um, they, they, they have that Burkle's Brown mojo, if you think about it. No one's talking about the Ravens, but they got the defense. They have the quarterback. They have the balance with the tight end and the receivers. OBJ was talking about this is one of the best teams I've been in. And I know that feeling. I know that feeling. I mean, I have to bring up Forest Southern again, my team. Final Four. I found out. I just found out. I went to uh, two Elite Eights and one Final Four in my collegiate career. When we went to the Final Four, fucking... We lost to this team, the number one team in the country. We were like uh, top 10 at that time. But I, I found out that, that they had illegal fucking play. They had professional players on that team. So that national championship was vacated. I hope you don't have that part. I hope you don't have any of these guys on this roster that we come back and say, you know, he shouldn't have been starting that, that game. I hope that doesn't happen because 146 points – for a guy that was barely scoring 100 points during the regular season, and then you're doing it against Honey Bear, one of the, the I mean, top two scorers. I just gave you the points that he averaged a game, and you're pulling this number, and he's giving you 134. Wow. I don't know what to say other than congratulations, other than you're the man, other than you're the champion, and I hope you don't owe anybody money. I hope you're not Denzel out there. Running from the Russian Mafia. <laughs> That's a lot of money out there. I'll find out where you live, buddy. 
I'm messing with you, man. This is just so much fun, guys. And I'm sorry, I haven't been on the ball. I'm trying to think of ideas for next year already for the podcast to make it better than ever to have fun. Because I do love this. It's just uh, I don't get on it as quickly just because of work and life and all that stuff, you know. But I, but I love doing this for you guys. I hope you had uh, some a uh, few chuckles along the way. Kevin, I, I'm always going to root for you no matter what. Uh, your day will come. Unfortunately, it wasn't in 2024. Uh, but I'm hoping that you get it next time and you guys figure it out. But uh, what a great run by Leo. I hope to to chat with you someday. You can talk all the shit you want. You can tell me, yeah, you know who I am. I'm the guy that fucking clobbered you every time you played me. I hear you. I hear you. I can't, I can't say anything. It's like a Jets fan trying to talk to a Patriots fan. Like, well, you know, you can't say anything. But um, anywho, I, I just wanted to just, uh, again, congratulate you, Burke, once again. What an amazing run you had here in the playoffs. So much fun to see it and, and, and knowing the struggles that you've had and uh, – that the, the, the jokes that you had to endure all this time so i'm i'm beyond elated for this and i'm hopefully everyone had a good time you know and i i think my new year's resolution is for sweet ron to get some respect for sir arthur to get some respect when they have some fair trades going on that's my resolution you know my resolution is that donnie shows up to a draft for once i hope that pearson takes fantasy football seriously for once you know, that, that, that's all I'm, those are a few things I'm asking for. Not much. Not much. And I hope that Carter doesn't draft all the Browns players. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, Carter, man. It's so much fun. Listen, I know. Listen, I, I, I love talking shit to my billionaires and, and, and the show because um, I love you guys. I envy you guys. I'm so jealous of you guys. <laughs> but it's so much fun, man. So. Um, if I don't see you guys before the draft, man, I hope you guys have a good start to the year. Enjoy yourselves. Drink some beer. I'll be out in Gasparilla. Uh, I think you guys will like it, but again, it may be too many pennies out there for you. <laughs> so uh, I understand if you want to stay in the confines, the beautiful confines of conservative America in South of Florida. And until then, guys, I'll see you later. I'm out. Bottom line is, Luger, the bottom line if for some god's unknown reason you or Sting or Barry Windham beat me for this tomorrow, it would be your first time around. And I'd win it back in a week. I've been here five times. I'm a man possessed with this work. I work for the best promotion. Jim Crockett promotion is the best I work for. Him. I am, pal, I am the flag. Shit of this sport. I'm the man.